Hey, Slingers, welcome back to another week of the Word Slinger podcast, and uh, I'm real happy you're here. We're going to be chatting with, uh, I'm going to say he's a new good friend of mine. We're going to be talking to Herb Freed, so stick around. You're not going to want to miss this fantastic interview. See you next. Hey, how you doing on money? I know that's a touchy subject, but uh, I got something that may help you out. See, I'm using an app called Acorns. It helps me manage some investing, uh, put some money back, get a little interest. It's kind of nice to watch my money grow. So I want to share that with you. Go to kevintumlinson.com slash acorns and you'll get some free money. See you there. It's the Word Slinger Podcast, where story matters. Build your brand. Write your book. Redefine who you are. It's all about the story here. What's yours? Now, here's the guy who invented pants optional, Kevin Tumlinson, the word slinger. Word slinger. Well, I am Kevin Tumlinson, the word slinger. Uh, man, I'm glad you're here. Uh, if you weren't here, I'd be sitting here talking to myself, <laughs> I, I, which I... Frankly, I think I do anyway. <laughs> I sometimes wonder, because you know in the early days of this show, now we just had, by the way, uh, our sixth uh, anniversary for the show, six years we've been doing the Word Slinger podcast, uh, things have uh, more or less stayed on the same uh, tr- track, I think. I mean, more or less, uh, we've been on the same path, but you know, there have been some format changes and that sort of thing. Um, but if you didn't get a chance to listen to that, go back to last week's episode, number 197, and uh, take a listen to that. Uh, talked about a few things I learned, uh, some philosophies I've picked up along the way, and just sort of what I feel the importance of the show has been, uh, at least in my life and hopefully in your life too. But um, that said, I mean, here we, here we are on another week. Uh, I think <laughs> the point I was trying to make was back in the day, I knew I didn't have an audience for a long while, uh, and I still sat down, got my energy up, <laughs> and did the work. Um, not always easy with this show, I'm going to be honest with you. Not always easy. I, it's funny because I dread it sometimes right up until this moment when I'm actually sitting in front of the microphone and uh, recording. Um, it's It's unreal what taking action will do for you as a creative. <laughs> Therein lies the lesson. You should always work past the dread. Feel the dread and do it anyway, to paraphrase the aphorism. Feel the fear and do it anyway. Feel the anxiety and do it anyway. I read a recently an article in uh, Psychology Today, I believe. Um, I've actually encountered this idea before. I actually had this notion and then went searching for materials to see if anyone was uh, looking into it. And turns out... They were, and it's this idea that anxiety and uh, fear are the same uh, chemical biological response as excitement. So if you can just change your perspective and decide that what I'm feeling is not anxiety, but is instead excitement, it changes everything about what you do next. Um, And a big part of that, big part of that is feeling the fear and doing it anyway. So feel the fear, acknowledge that it is fear and say to yourself, I feel excited. Convince yourself that that feeling is excitement. 
move your body, position your body, you know, hold your body in a way that says you're excited and then take action. And you won't believe how quickly that anxiety and fear just turns into enthusiasm and excitement. So anyway, that was not, that's not the point of the episode. This is not a solo slinger episode, so I'm not going <laughs> to, I'm not going to expound on that for the next uh, half hour, <clears throat> excuse me, because I want you to hear this amazing interview with my new friend, uh, Herb Freed, who is uh, quite possibly one of the gentlest souls I've, I've talked to in quite some time. Um, I'm just, I'm, I'm, I'm just honored to have had the opportunity to, uh, to speak with him on uh, this episode. And I, I think you'll get a lot out of this conversation. So I'm not going to hold back any longer. Uh, I feel excited. I hope you feel excited. See what I did there. And, uh, this is my new friend, Herb Freed. Let's, uh, let's all pay rapt attention and see what we can learn and stick around the other side. I'll, uh, I'll wrap us up with, I hope, something interesting. So, I'll see you there. Hey, everybody. Uh, now, um, I love talking to folks like my, my next guest because he's got this very, um, we're going to call it an eclectic history uh, and background. Uh, all the way from uh, ordained rabbi to uh, producing and directing uh, films and TV and uh, all kinds of crazy stuff. you got books going on. Uh, I am talking to, uh, Herb Freed. I'm sorry, Herb Freed. I'm sorry. I stumbled over your name there for a second. I caught something else out of the corner of my eye, Herb Freed. <laughs> uh, and I am very happy to have you on the show, sir. Thank you for being on. Well, thank you for having me on. It's my, my great, very great pleasure. Uh, and, uh, and you're right. I just, uh, I guess I'm a guy who's not easily satisfied. So I, I been through a few different, uh, occupations in my life. But I don't think they're so different. You know, when I started, I was a rabbi for only three years. Yeah. Uh, but uh, you study in the rabbinate, and when you prepare for the rabbinate, you, you learn to tell stories because, you know, the, the, uh, some of the, one of the, the, the great uh, uh, Christian theologians said that, that, that the entire, all religion is story. Yeah. Uh, and, uh, and so that, in fact, it is. And then, you know, I spent about 35 years making feature films, and that's stories. And uh, and now I'm writing books, which are stories, and and that gives me uh, it's just a, continu- a continuation of what I what I really love to do in life. So your your passion, yeah, I can see that. Your it definitely comes through in your history. That storytelling is your passion. You know, you and I are similar in that. I actually went through seminary um, early on in my career, and then worked in film and TV, and and now I write books. So we're just leading slightly askew parallel lives, or <laughs> well, I, I'm, I'm, it's my pleasure to be alongside you. <laughs> <laughs> so, so, I'm sorry. Go ahead. No, I was just saying in in Texas Texas speech, I guess I'd be your sidekick. You, yeah, we we'd be uh, we'd be in each other's posse. <laughs> <laughs> Good. Good. <laughs> so, what uh, what prompted the move from rabbi to to producer? I mean, what what made you decide to do that? Uh, well, it was actually one form of storytelling to another. Uh, but the life in the in the rabbinate, in the clergy general, uh, in general, was uh, it, it it took a lot out out of me. You're in you're in the life cycle of everyone in your community and in your congregation. Uh-huh. Uh, you're there for the joy, and you're there for the burial and the death and the pain. And to be perfectly honest, it, uh, as a young man, I just I I just didn't couldn't I couldn't take it. 
It was yeah. a too too hard for me emotionally. And that we, and, and though it gave me some pleasure, the one thing it didn't do is make me laugh. Yeah. And uh, and I love to laugh. And I find uh, that when I when I'm writing, uh, and I I only started about seven years ago. Uh, when I'm writing, I find myself uh, laughing, crying, and then if I feel like it, I call my mother. <laughs> it's, it's, uh, I mean, it's you know, it's, it's connection to 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 everything in life that that means something to you, especially when you can write novels and you can just go wherever your mind takes you or your heart takes you. Yeah, and that's a great pleasure for me. Now you uh, you 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 connected the two ideas that that producing films and, and writing novels were both storytelling. That's a given. We can connect them there. What, uh, what are some of the other ways that these two things are, are sort of uh, similar to you? Um, well, I, you know, they're similar uh, in some ways and in some ways they're not. Yeah. I find one of, the, one of the great pleasures of writing is not having to deal with 40 people who are, who are determining how much money I should spend or not spend right. you know, to make a, a film. Or when I, when I write a, a screenplay and I know precisely the actor I want, mm -hmm. and I go before them and they say, you know, uh, they don't know him in uh, Scotland or God knows where. Uh, and so you, you're, everything is a compromise. Yeah. So I made some films that I'm quite proud of, uh, as a matter of fact, tomorrow morning they're re-releasing -re one of my early films. Um, uh, not one of my favorites, to be sure. A, a bad title, but a really interesting uh, film with John Saxon and some really good actors. Uh, and that was called Beyond Evil, and that's coming out again. So my films uh, keep coming out, keep coming back, and that's a pleasure. That's a joy. I'm glad to see it. Although I must admit that none of them or uh, am I am I able to say this is a work from my heart entirely? Really, uh, it's got to it's got to be a compromise. On the other hand, when I write, uh, I write until until I literally, you know, laugh, cry, and call my mother. I mean, it's <laughs> something that just has to has to please me and and be in that part of my life where where I, you know, where where I find comfort and where I find knowledge, and where where I where I feel like I'm part of the, the human the human situation. Yeah. So I, that's what the writing is. Yeah. I, I mean, I definitely felt so, you know, I trans transitioned from film and TV to, to writing novels. I'd been writing my whole life though. So I cheated. Um, but that, that I did like the control. Uh, how, do you, how do you mean that? How did you cheat? I cheated. Your novel. <laughs> right. I cheated because I, I, uh, I make it sound like I moved from one career to the other, but really I just did other things while I wrote. <laughs> I, I do think that's what life is. I yeah. really do. Yeah. Uh, so, and, and, and we're, we're the lucky ones. I mean, I, I find so. getting up in the morning, uh, and it also helps me over, uh, I don't know how it was with you, but the events in my life, uh, that, uh, that are, you know, very shaking or, or very dramatic. Uh, I, I'm able to respond to those, uh, um, by writing words, by writing, uh, by communicating to other people. Uh, and then when I get the reviews and, and, uh, I, you know, and sometimes they're just bowl me over. Um, I'm just looking at one that a, a woman wrote when I, when my love faith and a pair of pants came out, yeah. her review was, I know what this is. It's catcher in their eye with a Yiddish accent. 
<laughs> and, 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 you know, you just sort of, I, I, I'm not communicating with all these people. You must have felt that yourself, don't you? Oh, yeah. When you write oh, yeah. yeah, I, I, it's, I love, um, I love when people connect that way. Like they, they, they sort of have their own aha moment that your book reminds them of some other work that you maybe had no intention of, <laughs> of emulating. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I did not think about uh, Catcher in the Rye when I wrote that book. Yeah. Uh, well, uh, since you well, brought you know, it up, uh, well, go ahead. I'm sorry. No, I was just saying, you know, that, <laughs> that uh, I, and I have no idea, you know, where, where it was going to come from. I started to write, yeah. you know, and then uh, I had enough pages and we said, the, the, the publisher said, let's get it out for Christ. Stop, stop changing. Stop <laughs> let's get it out. Let's sell some books. Exactly. Yeah. I, I, I love, uh, the, there's sort of a, I don't know if you'd call this a subtitle or, just a description. I don't know, but it, you say it's a novel in stories. What does that mean exactly? Uh, well, uh, it's it's uh, it the the book uh, has five chapters, five stories. Okay. And it follows one one character. We see we start with he's a rabbinical student of all things, uh, okay. and uh, and as a rabbinical student, he has uh, intellectual interests, he has social interests, uh, he uh, he likes poetry. But he's a young man, and he also loves women. <laughs> so, oh, come on. So, uh, you know, going back in, into that was, was really a, a lovely story. And, and so we start with him uh, as a rabbinical student. And then we go through uh, aspects of his life. When we, cover, we go through 30 years of the same character right. and, and all the events that, uh, that uh, occur and that, and that fashion his life. Mm -hmm. uh, and, uh, and it's... Uh, uh, I've I found uh, so far of the things that I've done and I've written, that's the one that I'm most proud of. And, uh, and I've gotten the most uh, response to. Uh, I, I like some of the earlier ones too. I mean, I yeah. love Shared, which was uh, another, an earlier book. Uh, but it, it's a very different kind of a story. It's much more, much more solid uh, life as yeah. opposed to uh, light. There's nothing light about it. Now, are your books somewhat autobiographical or completely made up? <laughs> well, uh, you know, my, my wife of blessed memory was a brilliant writer. She was a film editor, too. We worked together. Uh, her name was Marion Siegel. And she, uh, she used to say, you know, uh, the thing about uh, writing is that do you write fiction or, you know, uh, I mean, what, what, what exactly is it? And uh, what she said was, all biography is fiction, and yeah. all fiction is biography. So you can only really write, I believe, what you know. I mean, yeah. there are people who can write about, you know, life on, on the planet uh, Zigo, yeah. uh, but you know, I'm not one of those. I don't know, uh, you know, I'm not that familiar with your writing. And, and do you write the, from your I, from your? Yeah, I mean, I write I write archaeological thrillers, so like Indiana oh. Jones type stuff. So. Oh, definitely oh, my life. That's definitely based on my life. Uh, of course. Swinging into adventure. and <laughs> that's, I think that's wonderful. Well, you know, the, the, I, I find the same thing. I mean, my characters are, you know, sound different and they, yeah. they talk different. And some do have that, what, what one writer called the, the Yiddish accent or what right. editor right. Or, or called the Yiddish accent. That happens occasionally. But there are other accents, too. And there are mm -hmm. other aspects of, of the writer of me. Uh, as I see them, and I find that uh, I just find that it's so much 
fun to be able to call up and then I can rewrite aspects of my life yeah. uh, to, to say, what would have happened had I done that? Yeah. Uh, and, uh, and then I explore that. And it's, it's, uh, I find it very self-fulfilling. Now, I, I can't imagine anybody not wanting to write. I know it's, it's kind of tough to get into, you know, sitting down and, uh, and just, you know, making, putting words to paper. I don't, know, I don't know how old you were when you started or how early in your life you started. But, uh, you know, you, did you find that too, that you, that sitting yeah. down and, you know, just making sure you put out the words? Yeah, I was very, very young. I, like, you know, five years old when I started, you know, writing, telling stories and writing them down. And, uh, Are you serious? Oh, I am very serious. Yeah. I, this is, and that's the thing. I think a lot of, a lot of people who do this, feel the way you do like it, they can't imagine people wouldn't want to sit and write and tell stories but i don't wow. think everyone does feel that way i think that we writers think everyone feels that way <laughs> oh, well you know the thing is that i what i find is i've always loved to hear stories yeah me too. Uh, and when i was you know anywhere from three years old i grew up uh, my family was uh, first generation american okay. and my grandmother was born in russia and uh, never really learned to speak much english Mm -hmm. uh, which was very funny. And I lived in Ohio in Youngstown and the neighbors were all the same. They came from, but they came from Russia. They came from Italy. They came from uh, you know, many different places. And the older women never learned English, but they would sit on the, on the glider on the porch. Uh, and they would sit there in the summer and they would talk to each other, how they communicated. I have no idea, but yeah. they were able to tell stories, you know, <laughs> with, with, without, without a language. And my grandmother, when I was as early as, you know, three or four, she would always say, you must hear this story. She'd be reading the story in the Yiddish newspaper. Yeah. And so you hear about this terrible, tragic marriage where the man was so mean to his wife. And she, she, and she acts out all the roles. And I was listening. Oh, my God, how terrifying. And it just grabbed me. And I had to hear these stories. I love those stories. Yeah. But those stories, I guess, are what, you know, what kept me going. I don't know how, but if you started at five, my God. But it was the same know. thing. You know, I heard uh, everyone around me in my whole life, it was all about stories. And I was very involved in our church when I was young. And, you know, our, our minister was always telling stories. And I, I think it just sort of, I don't know, it just became my language. <laughs> uh, that, that, that's kind of what it is. Yeah. yeah. So you, uh, so where are you? You know, you've got, I mean, you've got a whole lifetime of inspiration to draw on, I know. Um, where, where do you find the most inspiration for your work? Well, uh, I, you know, I've, I've, I made 15 feature films. Yeah. So I made one of them uh, in, in south of France, one in Italy, one in Spain, uh, one in Israel. Uh, and I just traveled a lot, and especially with, with my wife, Marion. And we had the, the most unbelievable times. So, I mean, we, we had stories where we'd go into a, a bar at night uh, or a, a club and they'd play some, and, and particularly in Spain, uh, and they would play some phenomenal flamenco. And uh, I would go over to, to one of the guys and I'd say, you know, I'd love to hear some more of you guys, but how about a little private thing? So we would spend, they would take us to some God knows where uh, with two other guitarists. And they would start playing all kinds of music, and they would tell us stories about you know, the Catalan, and, and you know, and I, all these things sort of made a made a major impact on my life. 
So I saw all these different kinds of things and the different people and the way they bow, you know, just when they, 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 they cut your ears off. But when they look at you, they smile and bow. And, you, yeah. you know, you, so you've got to use these in characters. And, yeah. and uh, so I find, I find my, you know, the things, the personal adventures very, very relevant. But in, in my case, uh, you know, when I did movies, that was, you know, just, it was a different kind of a story. Yeah. Now, uh, now it comes from the heart. And the reality is I didn't start until seven years ago. Uh, and that was when my wife passed away. Yeah. And what happened was I was just, I couldn't find myself interested in anything. I had no interest in making any more films. It was done. I've done that. Mm -hmm. uh, and so I, I just began to sit down and I started to write. I started by writing letters to her. Uh, and I began to think about events that we had together, things that she said, and how I felt about it. And then if I, I said, if I can capture what I feel, what I am feeling now as I think about it, let me sit down and write a page. And I did. I started to write. And I find now that I, every morning I get up at, uh, well, I don't want to say I get up early, but I'm at the <laughs> computer at 10. Yeah. Uh, I'm, I'm a late sleeper. That's, a, uh, that's, that's an early L.A. day. <laughs> oh, oh another, another L.A. day. Hey, you know, you can call me at the quarter to midnight and I'll, I'll be happy to pick right. up the phone. <laughs> you know, uh, and because uh, I also love to read too, and I guess all of us we all do, and uh, and 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 that's kind of where I, where you get the richness. But I find you really have to know about what touches your heart, yeah, uh, and what makes it laugh and what makes it cry. Uh, that's just me, but uh, I think I think it's true of many people. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's uh, it's I, that's one of the things I think I I love about writing no matter what type of writing it is. Uh, when I wrote for TV, I did mostly documentary stuff. So my experience is very different from yours. Uh, but I, you know, there was, you have to kind of find that place inside yourself uh, that, that sort of loves the material and loves, loves telling the story. And then, you know, marries those two ideas together. <laughs> well, yeah, I, I understand perfectly. So, but how, how long have you been? You've been writing a long time. then. Yeah. 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 I, I've written my whole life. I have written professionally since very young, like 12 years old. So, so, <laughs> but amazing. I didn't start uh, writing books, novels until uh, in my, you know, like thirties. So uh, you, and you got ahead of me. And your, your novels are primarily, uh, action, uh, story. Yeah. Yeah. Mostly. Yeah. Yeah. So and I write some nonfiction stuff too. So okay. I know that cause I, you know, a bunch of my films are action pieces, Yeah, which is why, which is why I can no longer hear, uh, you know, uh, <laughs> it, takes, it, it takes a toll on the eardrum, you know, when you've got car crashes and explosions and, you know, I think the, the worst one I ever did was uh, an underwater uh, scene uh, and I can't even remember who was in it. Um, but, uh, oh, I, I know the guy, the big karate guy, I forget his name. Um, Bruce uh, Lee? Was a, pardon me? Was it Bruce Lee? No. Uh, no, it's an American. Actually. American. Oh, okay. Uh, Chuck Norris? <laughs> Chuck Norris. Chuck okay. Norris. And his, yeah. So Chuck, there, were, there were three Norrises, as a matter of fact, three brothers. Yeah. And yeah. Uh, the, one scene was underwater. Wow. And just being underwater as much as I was, I, I, I got up and I kept shaking my head. And I mean, it was, uh, it takes a toll. Yeah. So, you know, there, 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 I guess you'd have to call that, that would fit as sacrifice, wouldn't it? For yeah. Sacrifice for, oh, your, yeah. for your art. Sacrifice yeah. for your art. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and I think, uh, 
Yeah, if you you have to go through some kind of traumatic experience at least once in order to call yourself a true artist. <laughs> oh, I, uh, I think <laughs> I, I think that's fair. Yeah. I think that's fair. And, and then and then you know uh, the, the process is fascinating too because you never you know you you never know. I think that's a, that wonderful song. You never can tell. Yeah. You know, uh, you, you never know what the you know what the public is going to feel about it, and. Uh, and then uh, I also find, I don't know if you find this too, but I have a wonderful uh, publicist and editor, yeah. uh, and she's, she's phenomenal. Actually, she came up with the title, Love, Faith, and a Pair of Pants. Oh, okay. Uh, and, and, and my next book, which is coming out, she had a, another great title. That won't come out until the end of the year, but that's called Gracias a la Vida. You know, thank oh, that's you. Great. That yeah. sounds great. Yeah. yeah. So I mean, but she does, and they, you know, I find I, I, I mean, I'm so grateful for these people who really understand what's in my heart better than I do in many instances. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and I, I find that really, really helpful. I don't know if you found that too, but uh, I, you know, I have some listen. amazing people in my in my life that make my whole life possible, and uh, <laughs> so I know exactly what you mean. <laughs> yeah. yeah, we 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 are uh, we are we are a nation of people. We are, uh, you know, I don't think yeah. we just can't get along. I think it was Aristotle who said that. Yeah. You know, initially, you know, that, that, <laughs> that there, there there is no such thing as living alone. But you yeah. say you were in the clergy too. Were, were you? Actually yeah, briefly. In yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh. Right. I I I went through a whole program and was ordained and 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 did some things and you know I decided it wasn't quite the right path for me i'm still very spiritual but i i didn't uh i didn't stick it out as a minister <laughs> yeah but that's you, you you hit the right word spiritual yeah. because that's the, that's the one great carryover i think from the clergy yeah uh and uh and and i'm not embarrassed by it to the contrary um my my beliefs are are strengthened by yeah. some of the things i see and by some of the events i see and by some of the cruelty and some of the grace that I see in, uh, in, in, in other people. Yeah. And I think quite frankly, in, you know, in today's times, it's really important to have something solid, you know, that you can, you can refer to. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. It's especially now, I mean, it, it's, it seems we're, it's a very divisive time. You know, everybody's, it seems like they're all set to be against each other. Yeah. Uh, it's, it's, yeah. It's we're, we're, we're the blue, blue, the blue team and the red team. And, yeah, you know, and and there's just there doesn't seem to be any way to communicate. The only time that I find that doesn't work is when you is when you're either you know, I, I find if I'm in a park, for example, and and uh, someone falls down, and they do because I do sit in the park a lot, and watch watch the little kids uh, yeah. on the swings, the parents, uh, and no matter who it is, if somebody needs help, they're all there. They're all yeah. they all jump in, uh, which is. Which is really what you know America always meant to me. Yeah. In fact, in, in one of the stories of uh, Love, Faith, and a Pair of Pants, it's about uh, the mother, the rabbi's mother, uh, and uh, her name is Bertha, okay. and she uh, she grew up in in Russia, and this is in the in the in the story. And a good part of the story is that uh, she feels that the one thing that she must do in this life is to become a, a citizen of the United States of America. And the okay. question is why? And she said, because in Russia, every spring in the, in the village that she grew up in, there were no paved roads. 
So, so the the water that fell from the, the that fell from the snow and melted just became just became filth, you know, yeah. as they rolled yeah. down. And so, the, the, in her village, she said they the men would sit around uh, ponds of of filth, and when they see a stranger coming by, they would guide him in and throw him into the filthy water and keep him there, and yeah. everybody would yeah. laugh. And my mother said, in America, if somebody falls down. Everybody reaches to pick them up, and she says, and that's what America means to her. And uh, and so she was she is determined in that in that story to become to to realize her greatest gift, her greatest dream, which is to become a citizen of the United States of America. So that's that's a good story to start with. Uh, yeah. If anybody's interested, it's called Bertha. The story. Okay. But, can they can, uh, so they, can the stories be read out of order? Is is that the way they're set up? Uh, you know, one can because the, it 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 goes uh, uh, follows the 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 one main character uh-huh. uh, when from the time he's uh, in his twenties, you know, to where he's just almost, where he becomes sixty. Yeah. Uh, but uh, so that's where that is. But the actual essence of the story would work anywhere it goes. You know, it's, okay. it's, it's, it's a totally different story. You can uh, uh, switch it all up and tell a nonlinear story to yourself if you want. So sort of choose, choose your own, um, choose your own layout kind of thing. There you go. <laughs> there you go. I'm with you. <laughs> yeah, I, I don't mind that. That's uh that seems like uh that, that would be kind of a fun way to, you know, approach a book. Uh, yeah. You know, their title, I got to tell you, I got, I have only a tiny uh, issue with your title because this, the tagline of this show is uh, that I'm the guy who invented pants optional. So, oh, oh really? <laughs> I did not know that. Well, I'm I'm honored. I'm honored indeed. So may, may, maybe my maybe my book should should have a little tag, and you know, and uh, don't forget to you know just just whatever you do, uh, just just remember uh, Kevin Tomlinson. <laughs> That's all. Yeah, well, fine. It'll all come out right. It'll all come out right. Yeah, right. That's there. So what's uh? You say you got another book coming coming up soon? Yeah, we do. Uh, we do. I say we because I've worked very closely with my publicist. Uh, I try not to work so hard with my editor, uh, because uh, she well, because she's she's difficult. Uh, by difficult, yeah. I mean she doesn't love everything I do. Yeah, uh, <laughs> and my I, life is I, difficult I, like that. Oh <laughs> uh, yeah, I know, but but I I think that's either heresy or uh, yeah. uh, mutiny or uh, whatever. But and and especially because uh, she's she's generally right. Yeah, uh, yeah. But uh, yeah, so uh, so these are uh, these are stories that you know that that, that I love, and and uh, before they go to print, you know, I have to make sure that the people that I respect and who's know whose whose tastes I share uh, feel the same way. Yeah, yeah, that's uh, that's that's great. I, I, I well, I'm I'm look forward to seeing the next one then. I mm-hmm. I got a copy of uh, uh, Love Faith in a Pair of Pants. I I have that, um, okay. and I haven't gotten to start reading it yet because it was everything. Uh, we we kept <laughs> we kind of shifted things around, I and know. I didn't get to it. I- that's my fault. That's my fault. No, 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 no. Fault where it belongs. It's my fault. Every time I see something technically that I don't, that I'm not familiar with, I go into these uh, spasms of fear. You yeah. know, what's going to happen if I push the wrong button? Yeah. Uh, yeah. So, uh, 
and uh, and because that is not one of something I'm very familiar with. But um, yeah, so I, I do apologize for that. No, no, you're uh, absolutely but, but fine. But we we work. I mean, I I, have a, I do some. Uh, the TV is okay because I just sit on a bench, and yeah. the, the, even the, the you know. But, but uh, whenever I have to do the uh, you know the, what the hell they call it with it when I'm looking at my my own TV. Yeah. Uh, you know. I don't know. <laughs> I, I slip. I slip out of that. Uh, yeah. yeah. Every so often. Um, yeah. But that's still kind of that, that's kind of strange for me uh, uh, because I look at myself and I'm on the screen and I'm out of sync. And oh yeah. So I, find that, I find that a little, uh, you know, a little uh, uh, disconcerting. Uh, difficult to deal with. Disconcerting. Good yeah. word. A little disconcerting. Oh, well, I'm a writer. <laughs> yeah. yeah so you certainly are and you're a wordsmith and thank you oh no thank, thank you. you uh i uh i i, I gotta tell you herb i'm enjoying i'm really enjoying this conversation <laughs> which which makes this next part sad I'm, because we're at the yeah we're kind of at the end of our time so i'm gonna have to wrap us up uh but how about we tell everybody uh the best place they could possibly find your your current book and maybe that'll lead them to find it in the next one when it comes out yeah well by by all means you can go to uh amazon uh or uh, uh or even uh, google and you'll look up herb freed h-e-r-b-f-r-e-e-d and you'll see uh some of my works and my, my my books and where to write where you can find them uh and so you know that would be a good a good place uh to begin, uh, the the one that I that most people seem to respond to is love, faith, and a pair of pants. Yeah. So that's the uh, that that's the one. The prior the prior book is a very highly spiritual love story. Uh, I, should, I guess I call it a, a transcendental love story. Uh, okay. And uh, it's called Bashert. That's a Yiddish word, which means uh, meant to be. Uh, and it's, the idea is that you know your soulmate. It's just, uh, how 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 one goes about finding his soulmate, uh, and it's spelled uh, Basher B as in boy, A S as in Sam, uh, H E R T Basher. Basher. Yeah. We're going to uh, put links next, to everything in the show notes of the show, so people uh, will be able to find it. <laughs> okay, and, and the new one is called uh, Gracias a la Vida, but that won't be coming out until December, so. So we have a little bit of time. That sounds intriguing. I love the title. <laughs> it has rhythm. I love rhythm. Uh, All right. Yeah. Well, uh, I appreciate you uh, taking the time to, to chat with me. I know we had uh, some bumps in the road, but uh, it looks like it all worked out really well for the, for the both of us. I'm so glad you were here. Well, I'm just thrilled to do it. And I'm, I, I, I'm serious about uh, inviting you for a drink when you come to or lunch when you come to California. I, um, I love this interview. It's just so, I mean, I, I was speaking to a, you know, a, a, a kindred spirit. Yeah, I, that's nothing, the way I feel too. <laughs> nothing, is, nothing is better for me. So thank Excellent. you so much. Thank you. Uh, stick around just a second and I'm going to say goodbye to the folks listening because right now, uh, everybody, you are hearing the Groovy Bridge music. You may dance in place at will. And if you stick around, we'll have some words of wisdom for you after the interview. Uh, thank you again, uh, Herb. I'm so glad we had a chance to, to connect. Well, thank you. 
Hey, you're looking for a jump on your own indie author career, but kind of confused about where to start? I got the place for you. Check out Draft to Digital. That's where you're going to be able to convert your manuscript, distribute it worldwide online, and get help the whole way from the best author support there is. Trust me on this one. So go check out Draft to Digital at drafttodigital.com slash wordslinger. Hey, thanks for sticking around after the, that uh, fantastic interview with Herb Freed. I hope you enjoyed that. Um, I, every now and then I, I meet someone in this business that I just, I'm so happy I met, you know. Uh, Herb is definitely one of those guys. Um, I'm going to take him up on his offer, by the way, uh, to come swing by and visit him if I'm in L.A., uh, <laughs> which could happen. I mean, we're going to be doing the whole RV thing here soon, uh, starting in uh April, so it could very well happen that I uh, get a chance to to meet Herb in uh, in person. I hope I do. And uh, he he just seems like a I don't know. I just I love meeting people that even without seeing them. Because Herb and I did this interview over the phone, which is a little different than than most of the interviews uh, I conduct. But you could still I could still see the light in Herb, if that makes any sense. I could still came through. <laughs> in the audio and i hope it did in the uh in this episode too um that is uh that is going to wrap us up for uh this week on the word slinger podcast I, i'm trying to keep these things kind of light for you because i the you know i no longer do the hour-long episodes uh out of respect for your time uh but i hope you got something beautiful and wonderful and inspiring from this episode now this weekend uh i will be in austin I'm going to be uh, hanging out with uh, Aaron Minky. Not really, not literally. Uh, I'm going to be hanging out in his in proximity to him as he does like a live uh, presentation of lore. Uh, which, if you haven't heard that podcast uh, or seen the uh, the Amazon Prime television series, um, you should check those out. This is fascinating stuff. Uh, but I'm going to be uh, in in the general area of him. <laughs> He won't know I'm there, <laughs> more than likely, unless I get a chance to kind of greet uh, with him later. But uh, if you're in the Austin area, my wife and I are going to be hanging out. Uh, we're going to treat this kind of like a little mini vacation. Um, I'll still be doing some writing, but uh, if you uh, spot me in the wild, uh, please say hello. I'd, I'd love to chat with you, and uh, I can introduce you to my the backbone of my existence, my beautiful bride, Kara. Uh, I did not forget her name there. I just hesitated on whether or not I should say it. I don't know why. I say her name all the time. I don't know. Whatever. Crazy days. Um. Anyway, thank you so much for being a part of the Wordslinger podcast. Low these six years. Um, and many more to come. It looks like, I mean, looking at the numbers, I got a 200th episode coming up. Um, maybe I should do something a little special. You tell me. Pop in at wordslingerpodcast.com. Send me an email. Tell me what you think I should do for the uh, 200th episode of Wordslinger Podcast. Uh, it's kind of interesting to hit two milestones at uh, within like a couple of weeks of each other. So, very excited about that. Um, tell me what you think I should do to mark the occasion. Uh, be sure to subscribe to Wordslinger Podcast on your favorite podcasting app. Uh, whatever you're listening to right now, go find the show, subscribe, and uh, do me a favor and leave me a uh, review, especially if you're on uh, iTunes, which may no longer be iTunes. I, I, I'm confused. Uh, I, don't know, <laughs> I don't know where things are going, uh, but 
Apple. <laughs> Find me on whatever the name of the Apple platform is and leave me a review. Uh, if I, Once that happens, I should get an alert at some point, and uh, I may even read your review on air. Make sure you're also you slip on over to wordslingerpodcast.com and get on the Wordslinger mailing list, uh, which I may have to do a little cleanup on. Uh, everybody's kind of on high alert about the mailing list uh, since I kind of dusted it off, and that's on me. Uh, that's an important reason why you should maintain a healthy mailing list with uh, engagement rather than letting people sit for you know months or years <laughs> with no word from you. I'm so much better with my author mailing list than I am with Wordslinger. Uh, but go check that out. Get on that. Uh, say hello to me. Email me from there if you like. And uh, we will uh, we'll, we'll, we'll work something out there. And uh, otherwise, thank you so much for the honor uh, of uh, sitting in with me. It's, it's my honor that you are sitting with me. So thank you so much for being a part of the show, of uh, this journey. And God bless you. And I hope you have just a fantastic week and weekend ahead. And I hope your writing career takes off into the stratosphere. We're going to help you get there. See you next time. Wordslinger.